Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Back on the program, it's time to check in with Patience Long with the Center for the Arts and a lot to talk about, a lot of things happening, and um, a lot of different things, but yeah. uh, it's good stuff, huh? Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, always uh, glad to have you here. So, um, you know, we have talked a lot over the past few months about COVID and how it's uh, affected a lot of things, of course. Uh, the arts is one of those things that has been dramatically affected. It has, it? yes. I mean, we haven't had a, a show in the building since mid-March, um, and we don't know when we're going to have a show in the building. Um, that's why in September we did that um, Charlotte's Web out on City Plaza. Worked really, really well. We learned a lot of things because we've never done an outdoor performance before. Um, so, yeah, we're trying to figure out what how to bring arts to our community in this new COVID world. Um, but I'm very excited. Today's a very exciting day for us mm-hmm. because, well, first it starts off um, the Bash Week. We're having a big fundraiser, the Backstage, or it used to be called the Backstage Bash, but this year since we're taking it outdoors at Cannonsburg, we're calling it the Backyard Bash. That's happening on Saturday, and today is the first day of our in-person classes that we haven't held since March. So we're very, very excited. Well, we have um, talked to Denise over the past couple of months about it's coming, it's coming, but today's the day. Today's the day, and we are super excited, and we're in the building, and we're getting ready, and it's just, it's really nice, because what we're doing is providing arts programming for children um, in a safe environment. We're doing everything that we can to keep these children safe. We're following Rutherford County School protocols and guidelines, Um, so we're really excited to start, because these kids have missed it, you know, they've missed interacting with others, they've missed the social aspect of it, so it's going to be nice, it's not going to be the same you know because you're only gonna be able to see eyeballs at the center but still it's something you know so when you say you're following county school protocols what what does that look like i'm I'm sure numbers uh for social distancing and mask and that kind of thing yeah so first we're not allowing parents in the building we're checking them in and out on the front porch taking temperature checks of all the children um, masked indoor social distanced and we've even figured out like you know when the kids are singing they can only sing the back half of the class and then they have to get dismissed within 30 minutes in order for the uh, particles to kind of disperse so we're really um, vigilant about keeping these children safe um, so anyways yeah it's gonna be a fun time yeah so sorry I lost my train of no, thought well, <laughs> I, I was thinking about the 30 minutes in particles and, and yeah. all that kind of thing. It's I mean, things that I've never had to know before, and yeah. now I do. So my daughter is in, in choir at her high school, and so where they're actually practicing and doing their, you know, there are a lot of extra things that they're having to do just because as you sing you know the yeah. the particles go further apparently they do they go further and they linger in the air a little longer um my husband teaches choir at stewart's creek high school and i believe they still do their choir outdoors oh wow so they're taking the kids outdoors which i guess is great for a nice day but if it's a hot day with masks i would imagine that's kind of yeah. hard um but we are doing it in our gallery which is a very big space and we're um only having 20 kids per class normally in our production class we have 60 to 80 and we've limited to 20 so we have two production classes of 20 kids um so we can space them out a lot in the gallery and only sing for 30 minutes at a time 
Okay. So uh, how long are the classes generally? Yeah. So we have our kind of our beginning classes starting at four o'clock, four to four forty-five. Um, and it's one class a day. And tonight, tonight is musical theater. Um, tomorrow is acting up then minis, which is the little kid class. Um, and so that's from four to four forty-five. And our production classes are from five to seven. So two hours for production class, two days a week. Okay. And so that's a pretty busy week. It's very busy. Um, and again, we've not we've been very busy behind the scenes working to make this things like this happen. Make sure we have enough funding to get through things like this. Um, but it is nice to, like I always say, see eyeballs at the center again. Um, yeah. So it's really nice to to kind of get back in the swing of things. I'm sure that you are asked um, just about every time that you have a conversation with someone, when will you be back? Yes, um, we get that question a lot. And what we've started to say is, as soon as it's safe to be back. Um, and you know, we also are told that other theaters around the community kind of have started up some shows here and there and what's wonderful about the center is that it is a intimate space with 126 seats so there's no seat is a bad seat at the center um, but when you have to adhere to social distance guidelines when seating that only allows you 25 to 30 people in an auditorium and we would actually lose money by producing shows because of the costumes and the set and the royalties um, so for us it's both to be, get back in there and be safe and make some money so we don't go upside down and have to close right um so i'm i kind of am envious of those that have larger theaters right now because they are able to kind of do some shows smaller shows but with us you know brian we always sell out we crank out shows one after the other after the other try to keep up with demand so we just it's not feasible for our theater to kind of do it right now and add on top of that i mean we have gone into a world of virtual everything's virtual and Mm -hmm. and watch on demand and and produce videos and zooms and all this kind of thing well the the you mentioned the word royalties in there Mm -hmm. and that's that's part of it i mean you can't just put it out there for everyone to see absolutely so um we actually we did a charlotte's web on the plaza and we were trying to work with wgns to kind of get out there but royalty companies are allowing theaters to stream but it has to be controlled meaning that you can't put it on your facebook or put it on youtube it's got to be a password protected so now the royalty companies have partnered with different ticketing companies so the ticketing companies are able to tell the royalty companies how many tickets you sold and the royalty companies can then take a portion of that Mm. so while it's great that we're able to stream it's still pretty controlled and so there's no way for us to kind of just take a show and go okay guys we're on a facebook page unless someone has written it or it's in the public domain which those shows are very hard especially very good shows are kind of hard to come by right right so um and i would think that even though you could possibly sell out inside you you know and you really don't know what the demand would be online and so you're kind of taking a chance there that that upside down thing you're talking about well and it's it's a chance i'm willing to take it we're actually going to take one in in december we're going to do our christmas show we're going to stream it and i can't announce what it is yet um but my fear is that we are high when you come into the center you see a show you know it's really good quality right you know we aren't filmmakers and we're non-profit community theater so what you see on netflix that newsies or hamilton on disney plus i mean millions of dollars go in these productions we don't have millions of dollars so my my one concern is that people that know us and our reputation you know because we don't have the best cameras or the best lighting or the best you know 
people behind the camera because you know we're community theater sure. you know will they realize that and recognize that and be okay with that so right. that's the thing I just really if we're going to do it I really want to do it as best as we possibly can so that's why I've held on to it a little bit but we are going to do something in December with streaming well cool All right, well, we'll have to save that for another day I yes, guess yes I love to come on here and do suspense <laughs> <laughs> throw out those little throw those meat hooks out there we've got Patience Long with the Center for the Arts joining us here today and uh, so the classes for the kids the, the in-person classes I, i'm assuming they're all full most of them but we do have a few spots um, and we have a visual art class that um, meets on thursdays at four o'clock that has one spot left and then our production class our monday wednesday class we have like two spots left so if you're interested give us a call 904-2787 so we can put you on the list today because okay. they we do have parent walk-ups so i'm sure they'll be all full sure yeah. sure and uh well that that will be fun and uh, just to hear noise inside the center will, will be kind of cool it will be it'll be really nice so let's talk a little bit about uh the backyard bash yes we're so excited we you know it we have an annual event always happens in april um when it hit in march we're like all right we're we're what three weeks away from the event happening in april we're like all right so we'll pivot right we're gonna june everything will be back to normal mm. we'll just do it in june so we postponed it to june told everyone okay it's gonna happen in june and then june came along and we're like uh this thing's gonna last a little longer than we thought um so we decided in june to push it to october and knowing it's going to be virtual oh, it'll be virtual at that point um and then closer to october we realized that this there was safety outdoors and it seemed like the events that were happening outdoors more people came to them because they were wanting something to do that was safe so we decided you know the city has been a great partner with us you know for years and years and you know we're using cannonsburg village and it's a great location to spread out social distance um we're gonna have five senses cater it well it's gonna be from five to seven this saturday october 17th um we've got parking kind of taken care of um so it should be a really fun evening um we're gonna have a live auction we'll have um we're actually presenting the arts advocate of the year award to ted and gloria laroche oh wow yeah so it's going to be a fun evening and there's still tickets available for that um just go to our website borougharts.org and you can grab your tickets to that event well that's nice uh the laroches have done so much in this community not only for arts but just overall they, and that's great yeah they have and i you know recently knew of them because of the large gift they gave us um to renovate the center but you know researching what i'm going to say about them i learned they were involved from the get-go with the center they're the ones that kind of organized the center being donated for to be an art center so um we have them to thank for a lot of things but especially the art center so i'm really excited to to kind of finally get to to, to thank them yeah, publicly. very cool uh so how, how does this work uh, you you purchase your tickets online and then you, you just come out yeah you come out we'll have your name on a list um and then you'll have um some drink tickets because we're going to have an you know a bar and then there's going to be some fun games like heads or tails where you buy beads for ten dollars and um at the during the live auction portion you will have the auctioneer flip a coin and ask everyone to put their hands on their head or their their tail mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and whichever one the coin lands on those people get to remain standing the other ones have to kind of step back and so at the end of the night you finally get one winner who wins the heads or tails game so. ah okay yeah and for a prize i'm there sure there are we haven't decided exactly what because we have some really great live auction packages so we're going to take one from there. So we're not sure exactly what, but it'll be a fun prize. Cool. So uh, live auction, I mean, just kind of give us an idea if, if someone's never been, and obviously it's it's uh, 
different this year, the the backyard bash. It used to be the backstage bash. Yep. But if someone's never been, kind of um, what should they expect, you know, in terms of how long to stay and, and what they can do and things sure. like that? So when last year, you know, we've had the bash at the center for several years now. Um, it was masquerade. So everyone dressed up in their nice ball gowns and their mask. And this time we're saying casual. So we expect people to kind of come in jeans and boots, you know, kind of fall attire. Um, so there's no pressure there to dress when you come. Um, and then, you know. Well, do dress, but, but just, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. And, you know, masks are encouraged, of course. Uh-huh. And, and so our clothes, thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> and the last time I was on here, someone asked about were, were dogs and kids um, allowed? And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's going to be an outdoor fun event, you know, from five to seven. So it's two hours. Um, so people come in, they can mix and mingle, they can get some food some drink um there's actually going to be another game called one to 100 and it's going to be a big foam board and people can choose to donate one dollar there's going to be slots for a one to 100 the numbers people can donate a whole line of numbers that they can donate one like i want the 25 dollar box i want the 50 dollar box but if everyone takes a box by the end of the the night you'll have five thousand dollars raised for the center uh, so that'll be real fun too yeah. so lots of fun things yeah well that's cool uh and so that's this saturday it's this saturday from five to seven at cannonsburg village yeah it's going to be uh, nice and and the weather looks great yes we're very excited about that because you never fallish. know yeah that's why i'm always trying to hesitate with outdoors because you never know yeah um but we took a chance and i think it's going to pay off we're excited you know the the fall is, is one of those times of the year that you you're um your risk is a little less it seems it's true so. it's, but you never know if you're gonna have to wear a t-shirt or a sweater well no, that's you, true like at night i don't know about you but i'm always like do i turn on air conditioner or do i turn on heat i don't know i will know at three in the morning if my toes are cold you know you know it's that back and forth that gets me you know i do you turn I do. it up at night and then you forget and you, you know you come home and it's 85 in the house and <laughs> but it's so much better than july yeah I think. oh that's very much very better. true very yeah. true a few more things uh, in our last couple of minutes here to uh to chat about um talk a little bit about uh, the quarantine art that's online right now yeah, so, you know, we have an art gallery that's free and open to the public, but it's not open right now, but we have artists that want to show. So um, what we decided to do is we've already done one online art gallery show, and then when that ended, we kind of brainstormed about what we can do. And Tabby Loyal, who's our development coordinator, who's also an artist herself, she said, what if we do art that was created in the quarantine? So since March, you know, art that's been created. I thought that was such an interesting idea. So we had lots of submissions. So if you go to our website, burrarts.org, you'll see on the main website, page you'll just see art gallery quarantine created during art and you click on it you can see all the artists and you can actually click on the art see the size of it order it if you want you know really yep you can buy it so um really excited about that that we're still able to feature artists even though we're not able to have a physical art gallery so and that's one of those things you can just go online and check it out absolutely yeah you don't have to you know pay to to view or no nope. all that kind of thing no nope. well that's cool yeah uh just another way to try to keep the arts out there in, in the minds of everyone yeah and you know an outlet for artists um because this whole time you know i was telling people when we first started i'm like oh no we got to make sure our you know our, our audience is able to be safe and the patrons still but our artists are really struggling right now because there is no outlet for them um even the charlotte's web show we had to cast it such a way that it was family groups so those families had a great time but then you have a lot of other artists that 
you know, usually do a show at the center. Some people do up to six shows a year, and we've, you know, that's been taken away from them. So we think it's really important to still concentrate on our artists and figure out an outlet for them. Yeah, I, I, I was just looking at this, uh, you know, Eric Massengill and Jeff Carlton, and just yeah. a lot of names of folks that you know here that have uh, created some really cool stuff. Yeah, really neat. Yeah, yeah. so check it out at borougharts.org and. Um, one of the things that was online before uh, was the the talent show. How did yes. that go? Did it wrap, wrap really up really well? Um, we raised almost nine thousand dollars. Nine thousand people voted, or equivalent of nine thousand votes happened, um, and we had our top three, and um, they were so excited because they all got cash prizes, and the 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 top one the two top ones were kids so when i wrote their checks out i'm like i literally wrote a note like don't spend this all on video games (laughs) 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 but it was um it was great to see these it was an outlet for our artists it was a way for them to get out there and, and show their talent and raise money for the center so it went very well very well Well, hope folks will um, head out to the Backyard Bash on Saturday and support the Center for the Arts. Information is online at borougharts.org, along with uh, everything that we've talked about today. And I'm excited about those in-person classes. Hopefully, this is the start of ramping up to some normal things. And then, you know, be watching because we're going to do another outdoor performance in December with the production classes, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. The classic tale you've seen on TV, same song, same dialogue. Um, so we're going to bring that to life outdoors. So it'll be a fun, cool event, and we'll probably sell hot chocolate and hand warmers. There you go. Um, but it's a way to see live theater and watch these children and see all they've accomplished over the last few months. Well, Patience, as always, thanks for coming in and giving us an update, and um, keep on keeping on. Thank you so all much. Right, thanks. All right. Patience Long joining us with the Center for the Arts, and again, borougharts.org online and if you missed uh, any part of this interview check it out at wgnsradio.com or wherever you listen to audio and listen back to the podcast have a great day everybody